So Amanda, I yeah. I bet you've gotten my text by now. I have. So do you want to explain to me what I um, clearly wrote to you? Well, you were writing about um, lemonade, I think, because they were actually footballs, but I think they're supposed to be lemons because they are lemon shaped. They are lemon shaped. Uh, yes. There Thank was um, some drinking. <laughs> well, one's and, an ice cream, but I. I mean, like, I'm assuming you would know that that was lemon-flavored ice cream. Obviously, yeah. I'm not Becky, if you're asking. I, that is what I'm asking, because, <laughs> uh, frankly, I feel like um, you've got good hair. and um, uh, You're pretty white, I suppose. I'm real white. You're real white, yeah. And um, I think Jay-Z was in Baltimore uh, yeah. in, within the last two years. I'm so, legitimately the whitest Middle Eastern person that's ever lived. Well, there you go. So this is why I'm asking, <laughs> because honestly, I feel like it is my duty to attack anyone who has good hair and could possibly be in the demographic where they could have tried to ruin Beyonce and Jay-Z's marriage. So i got to ask you, with your good hair and all, why are you trying to ruin lives? It and lives me. that are so much I better than ours. I with Jay-Z. I would never cross Beyonce, and I would never sleep with Jay-Z. I do not find Jay-Z attractive at all. No one finds him attractive. He looks like a toe. Yeah. He has kind of a dumb face. He does. He's, well, here's the thing. He's kind of like Gino. He's like a total mouth breather. His mouth is like always hanging open. Yeah. And so it just makes you look stupid. Yeah. Which I find endearing on Gino. Yeah, but the thing is that she makes him look good. And millions of dollars also make him look good. So they take like the average person and they put like goggles on them so that all of a sudden, but then he cheats on you and all of a sudden you're like, really? Do you? Yeah. Because you shouldn't have the same goggles that we have. Like, so you should be, you should be on it. Like, I don't, bah, I don't know. I don't, I mean, like. I don't understand why he's getting, she's getting all this hate. Like, we don't even know who this person is. But she's getting all of this hate. And he's getting pretty much none. Well, and, like, there's been, like, everybody's hating on one girl. And then she's like, oh, it's not me. And they're like, oh, yeah, nobody says sorry. They just move on to the next they one. They move on to the next one. Rachel, and then, poor, like, again, how stupid is your fan base when half of them don't even know the difference between Rachel Roy and Rachel Ray? And she's right. like, guys, I'm just trying to, like... EVVO, guys. I'm just trying to make some, like, pasta sauce. What the hell is with all these lemons? But thank you, because if anyone could take, take lemons and make something yummy out of them, it would be it would be Rachel Ray. But, like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it's... I can't spell, but even then, I don't think that was not a mistake. Does anyone in their right mind think that uh, Jay-Z's having an affair with Rachel Ray? Seriously. <laughs> the thought is really funny. The thought of it is hilarious. I almost wish he had. I would almost have more admiration for him because it's like, yeah, she can cook. I can almost see why that would happen. Um, but, yeah, and her hair's not bad. Plus, she's spunky. Why not? Yeah, her hair's okay. It's not as good as Rachel Roy's hair. No, Rachel Roy has has um, has great hair. She does. Yeah, it's superior. But she was also, yeah, they added that extra layer of drama in that she was married to his ex-best friend. Yeah. So there was that. Oh but my it's god! Just like I can't keep up. 
I know all the all the drama. I really like other people's drama. Like I don't like any drama in my life, but I really like when other people have drama because um, I'm nosy, um, and that's just how I roll. But I just can't with that. It's too much. No, I hate it when you're. It's like you're gonna you're gonna imply something, and then your crazed fan base goes mental, and they like start attacking anyone who might fit within that. It's like just come right out and say it, or don't say it at all. But this half and half. I mean, like. I don't know. I just, I find it unseemly because I'm old. So it's like, well, stay in your lane. Leave it, leave it alone. Keep your business out of there. I mean, and you know what? It's funny. On text, we said, we said exactly the same thing at the same time. We said, how come she's not getting the uh, type of crap that um, Taylor Swift does every time she writes um, a song about something? No one would ever do that. To Beyonce, but it, it's totally okay to do that to Taylor Swift. And at least Swift. Taylor Swift, like, tries to maintain a little bit of, like, she never says who a song's about, even though right. most of the time you can guess. Like, it's pretty darn obvious who this one's about. I don't know. It's yeah. just funny that nobody says that. It is. I mean, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, And it's also, it's strange because uh, I don't really listen to Beyonce. I don't listen. I like British alternative. I like rock music, right? But it's almost as though if you say you don't listen to Beyonce, it's almost like it's a personal attack. It's like having a preference is no longer having a preference. Now it's an immediate um, like persecution onto all of those people that you don't listen to. Like saying, I don't like Beyonce. No, sorry. Meaning I don't like Beyonce's music means I don't like Beyonce as a human being and I don't have any admiration for what it is that she does. It's like, no, that's just not my taste. It's not what I want to listen to uh, day in and day out. But it's almost like you're not allowed to say that. Yeah, it's one of those things that people just, you should always like, like hockey. Like everyone should like hockey and everyone should like Beyonce. And, or or like, again, I don't know why anyone wouldn't, but you also have to love Drew Barrymore and uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah, Drew Barrymore reminds me so much of my sister. It's weird. Does she? She's adorable. Yeah. I kind of like her. Um. But yes, there are people in the world who don't like them, and that's okay. I don't. I no. don't think they see it as a personal attack if it is that they if they don't. It's not okay. It's not okay. Which no, one? you All have three? to love them. Just like everyone has to love hockey. It's just universal. Some things are universally awesome, and if you don't like them, it's just because you don't understand them. Yes, clearly. You know who illustrated that fact perfectly? Me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, Tony. Our friend Tony. <laughs> Tony, oh, yeah. the dude Good who just hockey discovered Tony. hockey and is my, I think right now, ooh, he's like my favorite human being on earth right now. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I've uh, eliminated a couple of people from that list. He's definitely number one right now. Everyone else has annoyed me recently. So yeah, Tony, you are number one. Uh, does, if In case anyone doesn't know, everyone doesn't know who uh, Tony is. Tony is this guy who was surfing online trying to find uh, the Cardinals game. And this is after his football team or something uh, had been eliminated. I don't know. He was uh, looking for a Cardinals game to watch on TV. And he stumbled upon the St. Louis game and um, and the started Blues game. the Blues. Yeah. And started uh, live tweeting the game. And the rest is like magic. He went from like 2,000 followers to like 50,000 followers and like by the next day. Um, and I mean, you've been a hockey fan forever, but for me... So much of what it is that he uh, wrote is stuff that I remember thinking when I first started watching <laughs> hockey. And so it's just so much fun listening to him. Um, yeah, but what was your impression? He has been really entertaining. Oh, so good. He's so good. 
And um, like, so I read an article with him and he, he says, uh, hockey got pretty exciting really quick. It was just nonstop action. It was like I was having almost having a panic attack every time somebody shot at the goal. Football is exciting, but after every play, they take a break. Hockey never stops. It just never <laughs> stops. And I, I feel like that even now after being a fan for, um, for a while. Um, do you still get that? I mean, like, do you, do you still get that after? Because just hockey's been in your blood forever. I don't know. I mean, I think hockey, the part of why I love hockey is that I think it's the most exciting sport. It's so fast and it's so constant and you have to be good at so many things. Like, whereas most other sports, you only have to be good at one or two things and hockey, you have to be good at everything or you will fail. And it's like the only sport where you can be winning by three and less than a minute later, you're like losing or you're tied again. Right. It's so it's like you you never feel safe. It's so fast-paced that you can be ecstatic and miserable or the reverse within minutes in the same game. And, yeah. um, I mean, like, just ask Toronto, Game 7. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I think the Marlies recently did it the opposite way, where they were, like, down 4-1 or something, or 1-4, and they came back and won. Oh my and God. all the Toronto fans were like, oh my gosh, this is how the other team felt. Yeah. Or it's this like, is awesome. It's like every World Junior Championship game ever. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's like that. Like, we got it in the bag. We're winning uh, 6-1 going into the third period. Yeah. Oh, no. And I mean, okay, well, we'll get into the Penn's cap stuff later. But it almost doesn't matter how many goals you've scored against the Caps. The third period is when they turn on. And it's like, uh, no one is safe. Don't even, yeah. don't celebrate. Don't get too relaxed. Because it's not over. It's not over until it's over. But um, so I want to read some of his tweets, some of my favorite of his tweets, because they're just so good. So first of all, I should probably give um, his name and his Twitter handle in case people want to follow him. He's Tony X and his Twitter handle is at S-O-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. So Solo U City. Something like that. I don't know how you would I think it's it. so Louis City, like Louis, St. Louis. Oh my God, that's so obvious you. now that you said that, that I'm a total moron. It happens. Huh. I yeah. got it back. What? That was, I mean, honestly, I cannot believe I didn't get that. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can you do? I mean, if you're going to make that mistake, you want to make it on a podcast, right? Totally. Yeah. Um, Why I mean, not? Otherwise. In front of 25 followers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, it's 25 followers. I think um, listener just changes her IP 25 times to make us feel better about ourselves. That's my theory. Okay, I hope that's true. Yeah. I mean, she's so considerate. Sometimes she's in Spain. I mean, like, it's fun for her, too. She's all she's like a world traveler through VPN. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Read us some tweets. Wait, goalies fight? That must be a setup pregame. How can you have a beef with the dude who's all the way on the other side? (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I mean, like, did he ever pick a game to be his first game to watch, though? Because that was a pretty epic game. But I, I, it was a long time before I saw a a goalie fight. And I think it was the one where, um, oh, who was it that beat up? um, French Johnson and DPHO? Yes. 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 That was it. That was such a good one. That I had that on my DVR until I moved. Oh man, that was, that was my favorite thing. It is. I it love was. Ben oh, he was the best with the Christmas sweaters and stuff. I love him. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Wait, 
How in the hell do you get dead octopuses in? Let's deal with that, then proceed to actually throwing them. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually wondered that a few times myself, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, like, doesn't everybody have to go through security? I have to open up my purse, I have to do all this stuff. How do you not notice an octopus in there? Maybe they, I guess they just let them in because it's a thing. No, no, I I mean, do you think that's it? Or is this just like, oh, you're a man, you're good. We'll just let you uh, in there, but sure, let me. They have to be allowed. Do you think so? Because don't they I know get because they, they seem annoyed when they go on the ice. So I don't know. Maybe they're not. I have no idea. No, I, I mean I don't know if they want to know. This is a case for hockey Twin Peaks. Yeah, because um, yeah, I feel like you know, yeah, they're so gross. I don't know. Okay, here's another one. I'm low key right now, and hockey basically got two half times to get snacks. NBA and NFL losing low key. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, intermissions are the best. And except when your game is on NBC Sports and you have to listen to those fools. Yes. Oh my god. My condolences. Best thing about um Game Center, which I'm stealing from my sister, so from like miles and miles and miles away, is that um home is NBC, away is CBC. Mm. That's so nice. good. So good. Not that they can't be annoying too, but honestly, no. if I could listen to a CBC broadcast of every game I would. Yeah. I mean, everybody has at least one guy that's annoying, but yeah. NBC, yeah. it's like all of them are annoying. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they make it unbearable. It's like a job requirement. To, uh, to, yeah, it's like they have, it's like the announcers suffer from that disease on Memento, like where they only remember what happened like in the last five seconds. Oh, yeah. So, Enterograde amnesia. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know why I know that. I don't know why you know that either, but it's impressive. I'm Sorry, not. I just rain manned out. Yeah, that was, uh, that was like, oh. <laughs> Chick smart. Woo. Okay. <laughs> Here's another one. Skates got to smell like dog paws and old barbecue bottles. Six minutes in. <laughs> Ironically, that's exactly what they smell like. Is it really? I don't know how he nailed it. No. I mean, <laughs> a little bit like dog. I'm not going to lie. But it's more like, yeah, like dog and sweat and death. Oh, I love, and then he's got another one. He's like, I've seen like 28 concussions, bruh. They're all in the penguins. <laughs> yeah. Then he has an interaction with Luongo and oh, Tarasenko. Yeah. So let me see if I can find the Tarasenko one. Hold on. Got the one with Luongo. I love Luongo. Oh my god, the Luongo one. I don't know if I have the Luongo one, but the Luongo. He said one? something like, yeah. um, like he had a he started out with a bad game or something, and he was like, oh, um, it's good to start out from the bottom, because um, then you. Oh, he said. Um, Something to Luongo, and Luongo was like, yeah, don't look at the 2011 Stanley Cup final. He's like, oh, yeah, I already did. But it's good because we'll be, like, starting from the bottom, and now we're here. And Luongo's like, yeah, except it's like we're starting from the bottom, and we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get used to You'll it. You'll get used to it. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's so he's so the best. So um, so he writes, I want to get a jersey of an underdog, like a dude who's never who never plays and then gets his numbers called even when when he gets his numbers called, he can't even find his stick. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Tarasenko tweets him back, I think you'd look best in my 91. <laughs> and then he writes back that he just ordered it. And then Tarasenko writes back that he's like, you should let me get you one or you have to come so I can sign it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And then he goes on GMA and With Brett Hall. I know. Dude's uh, yeah. living the I've light. never wanted to pretend I wasn't a hockey fan ever. No, and you know why I gotta love him too? Because he's rooting for the pens. In this yeah, series. I know, I saw him. Yeah.
Yeah, because it's been an incredibly exciting second uh, round so far. Have you been watching the second round? Yeah, I've been watching as much as possible. Like Everything's been a little stressful lately, so I haven't had a ton of time, but um, I know enough to talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, let's start with the... I never um, need to know anything to give my opinion. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, how about the so the New York Islanders and uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning? So they've had two games so far that we can like critique. Uh, yeah. So what do you think so far? Um... It's hard. To, I feel like you, of course, had to start with like one of the hardest ones because I think it could totally go either way really easily. Um, I want Tampa Bay to win, like for sentimentality. I really want them to do it for um, Stamkos. I really want him to win a cup. Honestly, I don't think that's going to happen for them this year, but I want them to get far. Um, I think they're the more talented team, really, and I kind of like semi hate the Islanders. Yeah, um, just from previous. Uh, you know, rivalry type stuff with the Penguins. I feel the but same way. It, I, I mean, it could, it's anyone's game, really. But I'm. I would go with Tampa Bay. I think they're going to win it in seven. You think they're going to? I think it is going to go seven for sure. Yeah. Um. The first game was crazy, uh, and uh, Tampa's goalie was awful, like so yeah. bad. I don't even think it was a matter of the Islanders playing that well. He was just atrocious. Everything would have gone. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was not a cool game. And then the um, game two, they came back. So I think they're going to be flipping games like that the whole way, um, the whole way through. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, but it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. I'm rooting for Tampa as well. Um, so we would play, if we got through, we would play Tampa, right? If they won. Yeah. So we were the winner of the two, of the two of them. Uh, yeah, I don't want to play. I'm done with New York teams. I would really like to play a team that is not a like a not an East Coast East Coast team. Yeah, me too. And I, I feel like Tampa would hurt the Penguins less <laughs> physically, and I think they're going to be really beat up after the Capitals series. Well, you know why? Because I feel like um, Tampa is not a team that has a reputation for being out there to kind of injure or get... There are teams out there, and we'll get to this a little bit later too, that seem like their whole game strategy strategy is to eliminate players by knocking them out of the game, like knocking stars out of the game so that then they don't have to deal with them. And Tampa doesn't have that reputation. They're, they seem like a team who's out there to play hockey. And personally, um, that's the kind of hockey that I like to, to watch. I don't want to see games where there's humongous hits every 15 minutes and people I being like, knocked I out. I like the old style, big hits, rough game. Yeah. I'm into that. Like, But I think Tampa Bay, the Stars, the Blackhawks, they all have more, it's more skill-based. It's less right. size-based, um, like the Blues or um, yeah. you know teams like that. So I don't mind that. I think it's fun to watch. But I think part of also what's going on with Penn's Caps right now is that the Caps played the flyers and so they're coming out of like that super brutal mentality and they're just giving it to the penguins right now which is a little rough i i feel like they're honestly i feel like their game plan is to get rid of players and i think they started that in philadelphia and are just continuing it here it's like who can we get rid of right because those um those types of hits and the non-stop slashes and the way that they're going after tanger in particular who just came back from an injury it's like I don't think it's an accident when you're laying most of these big hits on players who have just come back from injury. That's not. I don't think them going after Tanger has anything to do with an injury. I think it's because he is a total hothead and acts like an idiot 
when you get under his skin. They used to do the same thing to Gino. It doesn't matter if he just came back from an injury. It's all about who they can get under their skin and get him to take stupid penalties. He's by far the best defenseman that the Penguins have, and they know that if they can take him out and get him in the penalty box for five minutes, that they'll have a crazy good advantage. Oh, I think and so wanna, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I think they want to take him out. That's what I would do. It makes perfect sense. I think they want to take him out. I just don't think they want him in the penalty box. I think they want him out of the series completely because he's a key player that that it is that we have. And I'll, I'm going to knock on wood since I have it in front of me, but I wouldn't be surprised if they take a run at our goalie. Because it just seems like that is exactly the type of game it is that they're playing right now. Who can we eliminate? Like Oli, uh, Mana just came back from an injury, and now he's injured, uh, and he's injured again on a late, dirty hit. And I love Brooks Orpic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's kind of like I just don't understand. I don't understand. It, it Part of my like, issue too with the Orpic hit is Orpic literally just came back like less than a week ago from a concussion, right? And then he targets someone's head. It's like. I don't know. It's, you know, it's it's, it's hard because, uh, like, he, he's a player that I've always liked. And, like, I, I don't have a short-term memory. I remember him clearly when uh, he was on the team with the Penguins and playing with Ollie. He had nothing but good things to say about him. He loves that kid. So do I think he intentionally meant to hurt him um, or, or give him a concussion? No, I don't think he did. But that, But it's, like, it's, like, just reckless. Right, and when you're being reckless in that way, that means that you could injure someone. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you play. So, do you not know who you're hitting? Do you not know what it is that you're doing when you're out there? Or like, give us some uh, player. I mean, in that kind of like super emotional, whatever. Like, no. Sometimes you don't. Um, like, I've definitely been hit by and hit guys, and. Like, had to go, like, look at their number after to make sure I remembered who that was. Right. Because, um, you know, then you got to get them back. But, yeah, sometimes it doesn't really matter who the guy is. You're just hitting whoever's there. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely possible he had no idea who it was until he looked down at him. Um, but I, I agree. I don't think Orpik is that kind of guy. I don't think he would have done it on purpose. Um, and I, I genuinely don't think that's the Capitals' game plan is to hurt anybody. I do think they want to get the Penguins off their game by being more physical. And in the past, that is the way to get the Penguins off their game. It always has worked in the past that more physical teams could beat them up and throw them off and make them lose. And that's always how they lost in the past. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to work as well now. They're not the same team. Well, Um, we've outplayed them for two games. And, I mean, there's a lot of hotheads on the Penguins, so... It's a good game plan to try to play them physical and get them mad and see what kind of stupid crap they'll do. Because historically, they have totally self-destructed and done stupid things whenever they've gotten ang- angry. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, one of the best things, turnarounds that we've seen is that they have kind of kept their head down. And and uh, like that mantra that you can, here's where you can tell what a difference a good coach makes, right? Where he's able to break those bad habits because it seems like he just keeps saying to them, our game is speed. It's not physical. Play your game. Stop trying to play their game. I mean, imagine if we had had a coach like that when we played Boston, um, or any of almost any of the the, the series that we've had. Um, I think our. I mean, we went right into Penguins. They were going to be my last <laughs> one here, but um, but uh, yeah, I think this series is going to go is going to flip out. It's going to go seven. What's your feeling? Do you think we're going to go seven? I would say that i think if murray continues playing like he did in game two holy crap it was like he was possessed he was insane 
Yeah. Um, and if Latang can hold his crap together and doesn't let Orpik and everybody else get to him, if the D doesn't get frazzled when Washington tries to like Harlem gro- Globetrotters it in the zone yeah. and passes it around, passes it around for an hour and they're in the zone for an extended period and the D just gets angry and right. does something dumb. Um, and then if the secondary scoring continues to show up like it has been, oh my God. if they can it's shut so down TJ Oshie, then I think they'll get it in six. Yeah. Like, first of all, the, um, our, uh, our penalty kill, just like a yeah. round of applause for a penalty kill unit because yeah. amazing. They're so good. For the I'm so, no names yeah. that they've got on D, they've been insane. Yeah. Like, of course I'm a D man. So I have a lot of love for defense mm-hmm. and they have been unreal. No, I, no. I could have, I could have never predicted that Murray would do so well and that our D would do so well. No, I completely agree. And I'm, I mean, I love Oli and I, and I think he's an amazing player. Um, I, I'm kind of looking forward to if they bring Schultz in my, because again, I think we clearly need some help on the, uh, I mean, our power play has actually been pretty good. It's just they, um, hope he's a brick wall. Like he's so good. It's the hair, by the way, it's a battle of the hair. It's Holpe versus Haglin during most of this. Uh, it's like the only one who can score on him. Not the only one, but I, I'm just saying it's not a coincidence. The hair situation going on on both ends, uh, there. But, um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to having Schultz come in if he's the one that they pick because uh, I think he could be helpful in that way. But if I'm not mistaken, that's that this would be the first time ever he's played in a, in a playoffs, right? Yeah, I think – I'm not sure if Puglia has before either. So, I mean, it's kind of both have their good and bad. Um, I don't know. But I think with as, as physical as it's been um, this series so far, I think he would be a good choice. Yeah, and it's um, it's nice to have uh, people on the back burner that we can bring in and still feel confident about how it is that they're going to do because it yeah. wasn't uh, too long ago. So again, yeah, just uh, uh, first of all, I also want to say that goal by Gino, insane, that yeah. angle, just beautiful, so beautiful. I'm glad Tony got to see it. <laughs> that was like legitimately one of the first things that went through my, my brain. I'm like, oh. I hope Tony got to see that because that would keep me a fan for life. Just being able to see that goal. That was yeah, beautiful. not many people can do a highlight real goal like it. Oh. It's really insane. That's part of why I love him so much. I mean, it's crazy because it's going to take goals like that to um, to score on Holpi because he's just both of those goalies are on their game, right? And it's it's. I mean, to be honest, I didn't watch last night's yesterday's game until after it was over and I knew we'd won and then I immediately went back and watched it from beginning to end because again I'm scared I'm legitimately scared I will die of a heart while watching it and until I'm in a city where I know more people and that are around me it's like I don't feel like I can watch it and and I feel for my health yeah no kidding it was a pretty stressful game game one was stressful too and it was my problem is like I'm too old for 8 p.m starts yeah I'm tired at 10 o'clock and for it to go until like 11, I'm struggling. Yes. I love that I'm on the West Coast for at least for another three weeks while this is on because there's nothing like watching it at uh, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. And then by the end of it, I need to go on the world's longest walk just to like de-stress, you know, and like yeah. get some of that pent-up energy. It's why I work out while I watch too. Because um, most of the time, you know, most of the time you work out and you're like, oh, will this workout ever be... Uh, over when I work out while watching playoff games, I feel like I'm on normal, 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my heart rate finally matches what it is, what it's, you know, like I'm doing this exercise. Now I feel like normal, like I'm going for a stroll someplace. But, oh, it's so painful for me. I just keep thinking this is not fun. Oh, man, I love it. I think it's so fun. Oh, it's fun after <laughs> when I know that we won, but it is in the moment. I don't know. I love the build up to it. It's been damn good hockey. I mean, the games have been amazing. I feel like it's been great. It it is. I can appreciate once it's over, but the anxiety that I feel while I'm watching it, while it's happening, is physically painful to me. It is not pleasurable. It is not pleasurable for me. So um, again, I'm, I watch them immediately after they're over, and I, I have to get into the habit where I need to leave the house because I can't be in there while it's going on. I just check. Uh, like Twitter for updates every 15 minutes and it's just bad. Oh, it's so bad. Um, okay. So that's the pens. Anything, any, any other thoughts about the pens? No. And the caps? No. Oh. No. Um, yeah. Holpy with the hair. Oh yeah. I did have a, this is what I think that we should do since hags is like the only way, uh, hags hair is like a, a counter deterrent. I think we should put them on every line. Ugh. What do you think? I don't love his, you don't love his what? His hair. His hair. What does not matter? His hair has magical powers. It doesn't matter whether you uh, like it or not like it. You have to appreciate the power that it has and act accordingly. Fine. Don't you think? Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about Sid's play so far? I think he's been doing well. I mean, I don't know. I tend to be, like I said, more drawn to how Gino plays. I just think he's more exciting. I think it's boring, but oh. he's been I just think, like, again, it's so predictable, right? But two games without a, a point, and they're starting already. The, like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how well he does. Two games pointless. Never mind that he's up against the strongest unit every uh, yeah, it's time. Not like he doesn't make, even when he doesn't get points, he still makes plays. That's right. the thing. Like, people don't seem to understand that part of the genius of Sidney Crosby is he's able to see the ice and see the way his plays develop and be 10 steps ahead of everyone else and create chances for other people on the ice. Yeah, It's we, not just for himself. It's for the other people around him. And he has a, a new line mate who is his first time ever playing in the playoffs, and he's it's going to take time for him to just adjust to the pace and things too. They're, I think they're doing well considering, and uh, we just need to cut him a break. I mean, for the love of God... Thank God we have uh, other teams uh, producing and that can step up. Uh, but, you know, like if it doesn't happen in this series, then it doesn't happen. Ovi doesn't have a goal either. He has yeah. assists, but he doesn't have a goal. It's just, uh, you know, we, we should consider ourselves lucky that we're getting scoring from so many different areas. Why do we always have to look for someone to blame um, for something? That it's like we want to win every game by 15 points. It's crazy. Yeah. Which would be awesome. It would be awesome, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we'd have to we'd have to shave Holby bald for that to happen. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Frank, I get to him in his sleep. Oh, true, true. You know, <laughs> I have a nair phobia. I won't have it in my house. My God, because I'm I just I'm scared to death of it. What if somebody puts it like on something or like vengeful? I watched too many things like uh, The Parent Trap when I was younger, and yeah. so. Um, yeah. So it's gonna end up in your shampoo bottles. Yes, it? yes, I le legitimately do. Like, I know it's crazy, but I don't care. I am not giving you the opportunity, whoever you are, <laughs> whoever you are. No matter how you got keys to get into my apartment, whatever. I don't care how it's happening. It's not happening to me. 
due to me giving you the tools, at least. Let's talk about Brent Burns and his hair. <gasps> Burnsy, again, not a coincidence. Burnsy, great hair, many assists. Nealsy doesn't and wash Norris, hair. Finalist. Yay! Yes. Yes, he's the best. I feel like he's been underrated for a really long time. People are just now like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's funny because I think part of it is people are bored of uh, of voting for the same people. But I also think that, like, the the more he became a personality, the more they realized he was good at – he was actually a really good player. You yeah. know, but it's sad that he had to become a personality-wise first before they would appreciate what it is that he does out there offensively and defensively because he is – I mean, again, um, I'm not a big Carlson fan. Because it's like I'd take Dowdy or Burns over him any day. Um, yeah. I just, I mean, like, to me, uh, the Norse isn't supposed to be about um, the def- the defenseman that scores the most amount of goals. Yeah, but it always is. It always is. But, like, that, I mean, just because it has been doesn't mean it needs to continue to be. So I hope this is a year where they're, like, they finally look at what it is that it's. But you know what? Is this, again, who votes for the Norse? Hockey writers. Yeah, and this is the problem. How come the Vesna is voted for by the owners? Was the owners or the GMs? Yeah. And everybody else gets the fucking writers. Well, not everybody else. There's Ted Lindsay and stuff like that, but yeah, it's mostly. Yeah, it's just to me, it's like, I I don't understand how the writers are qualified to vote on that more than, say, like the um, medical staff. Or, like, whoever. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't understand how they got uh, ownership of these awards and the ability to write on them. It's just crazy. These are the people who didn't know what wing Ovechkin played on. Yeah. Like, I just... I, honestly, I don't know how they well, didn't take did it away switch, from them. to be fair. Right, but how much do you not have to be watching, let alone not writing about it? And this is on the East Coast. You can't even scream West Coast bias, right? For you not to know, which... But to me, it's just like... No, you don't deserve you you can't deserve to be taken seriously if you if you don't know what wing a player is playing on that is literally your job. If I went to a, a doctor and he took out like the wrong kidney, I'd be pissed because it's kind of your job to know which kidney it is that you're supposed to take out. I feel this is the hockey equivalent of the same thing. Yeah. Fair enough. Stupid writers. <laughs> Anyways. Um yeah. Yeah, I I like that um have you watched any of the Nashville Sharks? Well, it was the one. There's the one so far. And it was a blowout. Uh, it was fun. Very little. I mean, I am pretty heavily biased toward the Sharks on this one. Yes. But their, like, goaltending in D has been so good. Um, so I don't think the Prince have much of a chance if that keeps up. I They are my number one team for hockey hugs. Nice. They do a hockey hug like no other team does a hockey hug. They are so filled with joy. It is a, it is just a thing of beauty. It's almost like three years of disappointment and um, loss is all like, every time they score a goal. And the thing is that they score a lot of goals. So there's it's just so much joy. To me, it's like I can't stand to watch the Penguins because it causes me physical pain. But yeah. watching the Sharks is nothing but pure joy for me. The Sharks remind me of the 2008 Penguins where... Like, they'd just been bad for so long, and they'd been yeah. made fun of for so long, that now they're, like, finally doing good things, and they, 
just are in love with each other because of it. Yeah, I think that we're the East Coast, West Coast versions of each other, which is why if we met in the finals, <gasps> I don't even know what to think about that. Yeah. It would be a scary uh, thing. No, because they're going to, they're, it's going to be a truce, Hunger Games style. That's okay. what's going to happen. Um, did we miss any uh, a series there? Or is there only yeah, four? Yeah, Blue going Stars. Blue Stars. Uh, yeah, I got it. I'm impressed by Dallas. I have to say that again, they're doing this without Sagan. That's huge. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm um I'm impressed by that, but I'm still voting for St. Louis. However, I don't want to play St. Louis. I'd rather play the Stars, even though we lost to them every game we played this. Year. I don't. What's your thought there? I think like the Sharks, the, the Blues have like the big and much better decor. Like yeah. But the issue is, like I was saying before, the stars, like the Penguins always have been, are more of a finesse kind of skill team. Right. And the Blues are gigantic and they're brutal. Yes. So they're way more physical. I think they're going to beat the hell out of the stars. And it's just going to be like in years past with the Penguins where they had all kinds of talent and speed, but they just got the crap beat out of them and yeah. they ended up losing. So it's just not all about speed and skill sometimes. And I think the Blues are going to brutalize them and beat them in five. Oh man, I can't wait to see the next game because uh, I I think at least for me, game one always seems like a bit of a like anything can happen. There's so many nerves that go into a game one. By game two, you've got a better idea of how they're going to play each other and what kind of a series it is. It's going to be so I'm really interested to see this second one because I don't know and um, I don't know. It's going to be fun though. I want the Blues to win. Yeah. But I'm still super impressed by what Dallas is doing. Good on that. I agree. I don't want the Penguins to play the Blues because yes. they're so much like the teams that have always beat up on the Penguins in the past. I know. And if the Penguins have to play the Rangers, the Capitals, and the Blues, like they're just there's no one's going to be left. They're no, all be I mean it's like can't you just stop hurting us, please? Yeah. I mean, can't we just play hockey like old school? Yeah. No. Uh, what, 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 what does that mean for Tampa Islanders? It means we want Tampa. Yeah. Okay, we want Tampa, and then we want uh, Dallas. Does yeah. that mean we want Nashville versus the Sharks? Yeah, I mean, who do I we think rather? the Sharks are more, it's more that their D and goalie are just on fire, more than it is that they're big and physical. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think either one would probably beat up the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot of big, uh, angry players on there. No, but we're, Connor Shearer is like three feet tall. I know, but you know we're scary. That's that speed and um, oh my god! I mean, there aren't enough things that we can say about um, about Matt Murray. And I know, like you, yeah. you had completely convinced me uh, when we talked about it earlier that if Flower came back, we had to put him in. But right yeah. now, I'm kind of thinking. I don't know that I would take a goalie who's just getting back into the groove, who's been injured for so long, and with our history, maybe coming back a little bit too soon just because they want to play, over someone who is looks so confident in there. I mean, maybe I would wait until this series is Yeah, over. I definitely wouldn't put him in in the middle of the series. I would okay. wait for a series to end. Okay. Uh, but sure. you would still, like, at the start of the next series, put Flower in? I guess you have to, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay. But still, it's looking good for our goalie situation moving uh, yeah. forward. We couldn't find a backup, and now all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, I've been a little worried about the goalie situation for a while, but Murray is crushing yeah. life. I know, I know. He's so good. And he's like, every time I see him, he's just such a little, he's so small. 
Yeah, there's a there's a great post on um, Tumblr that talks about him being from. Oh man, where was he from in Ontario? He's like from the same place as the stalls. Oh, Thunder Bay. Yeah. So I'm thinking that over the summer, maybe they let him work at the sod farm. Oh my god. What do you think? Because that would bulk him up pretty fast, wouldn't it? I know. He just looks like such a little baby. And if they live tweeted it or Snapchatted, how awesome would that be? Murray with like a piece of hay in his uh, mouth, like overalls, milking a cow or something. Oh I'm all god. over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. My hockey fantasy life is so much better than my actual hockey uh, <laughs> life. But, um,. Uh, should we, do we have any asks this week? Yeah, we got a couple. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Do, um, never mind. Okay. Um, what superpower would you choose to have? What superpower would I choose to have? Yeah. Flight. I would really? want to fly. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I yes. would choose invisibility. Did you know that I read a like a study sorry by the way also because there are birds outside my house and I don't know what they're doing but they seem like they're having a really good time no no um, I'm gonna give everybody a warning right now I live on beach today is the day of the Vancouver marathon and any second now we're gonna get cowbells I don't know if people <laughs> running can make so much noise but they're about to so if what if and when it happens you'll know what it is and those birds will seem like nothing in comparison <laughs> so I read a study a while ago that said that if you ask men and women if what superpower they would choose to have, most men would choose flight and most women would choose invisibility. <gasps> I'm such a dude. And it's like all about <laughs> gender roles and like how women are perceived in society. It's a really interesting article if you want to Google it. it, it uh, that but is. It's just funny that you chose flight and I chose invisibility. Yeah, but yeah, I'm such a dude. Seriously, though. Uh, why, <laughs> um, why, do, why would you choose invisibility? Uh, I don't remember like the exact, but it's something about like um, not being overt in the ways in which you present yourself to society. Like women are taught to take up less space, that kind of thing. Um, it's that kind of same line of thinking. Um, but I would choose invisibility personally, mm -hmm. um, because I think it would be awesome. I'm really, really nosy. So that would be super helpful to me. Uh, I would be able to go anywhere I wanted. I could get on a flight to go anywhere I wanted and no one would know. And I could, so I could travel all over and see all the stuff I want to see. I just think it would be cool. I don't know. Why would you want to fly? Uh, well, number one, convenience. Yeah. It, it seems fun. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun. You could go and you could see all these things. And it's a... Uh, I don't drive, so maybe it's like this level of independence it is that you could have in that way. That just, you know, like I like convenience, being able to get from one place to another quickly if you need to be able to get there. And you don't have to rely on anyone else to kind of do it. It just seems amazing. It seems like it would yeah. be amazing. Um, I've never wanted to be invisible in my life, <laughs> I have to say. Um, you know what? And, uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to my parents because I have to believe that a lot of this is their doing. That I grew up in a family where um, my parents never once told me what to think. Yeah. It was always like they could flat out disagree with me. They would, ever ha they would always have uh, their own opinions. I could disagree with them. There were never any consequences and they loved debate. Too. And uh, like at least in Uruguayan culture, there is no concept of an adult's table and a children's table. Children sit with adults and have open discussions with them about what it is that they're talking about. And I think that that probably has a lot to do with it. A lot of the women that I know that come from similar families, 
um, we don't have that that um, that fear of uh, there being repercussions for being vocal or for standing up for what it is that you want. And um, do you ever find that, like, sometimes you you see things in the traits of you and your siblings, and you're like, how do our parents do that? Have they, yeah. you know? And it's like, God, I wish I could figure out what they did so that we turned out like this. In yeah, this my sister respect. and I were just talking about that yesterday. That's funny. Were you about like which part? Like, if you can say. Well, my sister and I are really far apart in age. She's a lot older than me. Um, and so we actually didn't live together for most of my growing up. Um, and yet we're so similar. Um, so we were trying to figure out like if it's genetics or if it's how we were raised separately. Right. Um, but it's by the same family. So um, I don't know, cause we're kind of the same way. Like we're really um, independent um, and vocal and about what we want. So I don't know. And we sound exactly the same and we, we say things at the same time. Like we, we have a lot of the same thought process. It's just, it's funny because we're so dissimilar in so many ways. Right. Uh, But we think so much alike. It's really odd. I I feel the same way. I feel like my sister is, um, in a, in a lot of ways, my polar opposite, but then she is the, and also maybe not necessarily somebody that I would have been friends with had we not been siblings, but she is the number one person that I talk to every day. She, if something's going on, she's the person that I want feedback, uh, from it is, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what it is, but, uh, but like, again, you can, sometimes I think that I don't know what it is that they did, but I wish we could figure out what it is that they did to get us to turn out like a particular, a particular yeah. way. So yeah, I don't know. All right. Other than hockey, what shows do you guys watch? Ooh, do you want to go first? Um, I am a dork. I like, like my favorite show of all time is Dateline. I love Dateline. Oh yeah. Um, I've been watching this show called Alone lately. Alone? And it's actually, it's Vancouver Island. Is it? Uh, yeah. They take 10 people to Vancouver Island and just drop them off in remote locations. And whoever survives the longest wins. In, in Victoria? I think, yeah. Hmm. Crazy. So the, I guess the last guy, season one, I started to watch season one, but then for some reason it's not on demand anymore, which is, I got like four episodes in where I was just getting really into it. And then all of a sudden it wasn't there anymore. I was like, assholes. So I don't know how that ended. But um, judging from the second season, they talk about the first a little bit. And I think the guy was there for more than a year. <gasps> no. Wait a second. So <laughs> it's not. So it's basically like a, a person against the elements type of thing? Yeah. Like oh. they have like tarps and like fish hooks and like a flint to make them. Wow. Like they get 10 items off a list of 50 and that's all they get and they have to survive. Like they don't have food. They don't have water. Um, they don't have tents. Yeah. I think that's it's super insane. interesting. That sounds amazing. How have I never heard of this before? All right. I'm adding I know. It to my it's list. so cool. It's on the History Channel. It's called Alone. It's on demand. Um, the second season just started. They're only on episode four coming up. Um, so you can watch the first three pretty quick and catch up. So Alone, what was the other one that you said? Oh, Dateline. It's just Dateline? like true crime. Yeah. I love Dateline uh-huh. too. What else? What else? Anything else? I don't else? know. Um, I watch uh, Two Broke Girls. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I love that show. It makes me laugh. I just love, like, super crude humor like yeah. that. Because I guess, because I never really curse. Um, and I'm kind of, like, I wouldn't say, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, quiet, really. But I'm not, like, I don't talk about that kind of stuff with people. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, like, 
crass in any way. Right. Um, so it just makes me laugh. The, I don't know. I love it. I don't know what else. I can't think of anything. Yeah, no, it's hard. I think I um, I watch so much hockey and I listen to so many podcasts that um, that TV is definitely on the back burner uh, yeah. of things that. And I've been it's summer. Summer I read a lot because I like to be outside. Um, so TV uh, definitely, especially during the summer, takes a back burner. There, I like well summer. So it's Game of Thrones for sure. Uh, uh, you can't even. You're the minority, <laughs> and there's a definite reason for that. So pipe down. All right. <laughs> Pipe down, Becky. <laughs> um, all right, so there's that. What else do I watch? A lot. Let me see. I like the, uh, as far as comedy goes, I love the Kimmy Schmidt one, um, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, they're small episodes, and uh, they're, I mean, it's not many times watching a comedy where I laugh out loud like 10 or 15 times. And I like um, language. They're just so smart. It's not physical comedy to, per se. It's it's um, a turn of phrase or things that have uh, double meanings or just yeah. a, a, you know like um, bringing up things that that like have. I mean, I just think she's a, Tina Fey is just so smart. I love that woman, um, and it's so well cast. Like everybody on it is really funny and interesting. So I love that show. Uh, I oh you know what I love um, Project Runway. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen that forever. I used to watch that all the time. I was just talking about my sister with that too. Gosh, it's like you were really? there. So. See, we have the same. We share the same brain. <laughs> we, we we really do. It's scary, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I love any kind of reality show where people are making something, or that uh, follows people on a specific type of job. It doesn't even matter what it is. I just find that fascinating. Did you ever watch the show The Colony? It was like. Um, no. The same kind of deal as Alone, but it was like multiple people, and they were like trying to create their own society. They were like cut off from everything, and they had to like create a water source. They had to create power. Oh. Um, Actually, that kind of sounds the same kind of thing. I can't. I can't stand things like Head of Household, where it's just people kind of bickering and fighting um, the whole time, or being kind of. It was actually really interesting. Like the guy created solar panels, and they were yeah, creating like that a rain sounds- catching. I mean. It was very like there was a lot of ingenuity as cool. Yeah, that sounds incredibly interesting. Sounds like Sim City, but uh, but with real with, people, with real humans. Yeah, exactly. That sounds actually fascinating. It was pretty cool. All right, um, last one. What's the best way to dump someone? <laughs> Just be um, honest. Oh, I was gonna say text. No, <laughs> that's awful. I mean, that's probably the easiest way to dump someone, let's oh, be honest, but that's not it's the same probably thing. going to make them feel crappy. I mean, you're going to make them feel crappy anyway. Like, just don't try to spare anybody's feelings. Just be real with them. I have never broken up with someone where we both didn't know it was coming. Yeah, that's fair. Do you know what I mean? So, like, Actually, I, I got dumped once. I had no idea. Really? So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So I we guess were living in, together. Well, but you know, I mean, like, um, I don't know. Some people feel like they need or want an explanation. I don't want an explanation. It's like, you're done? All right, cool. You're done. I don't care why. Like, why does it matter to me? Um, does it matter to me? I don't you? know. Would you want to know? Yeah, I would. You would? Because I would want to know if something was, like, had gone wrong that I had done wrong or whatever, like, so that I could reflect on it and look at it and do better next time. You know what I mean? Sounds like an, exit. Sounds like an exit interview. Yeah, Exactly. 
I hate those. <laughs> no way. No. It's, I'd just be like, it's over. Yeah. I, I'd like to know. Um, no. Especially yeah. out of like nowhere. It's, I don't know. I think it's better to know than to wonder. If you don't care, that's one thing. But don't like sit around wondering what happened. That sucks. Well, but I, I just think most things in life you don't get an explanation for. And you have to be okay with no explanation. So I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm okay with, I'm, I think I'm okay with that. It's like, um, whatever your reasons are, they're your own. It doesn't really, it's not going to change who it is that, that, that I am. It's like, there haven't been many times in a relationship where I wasn't aware if I wasn't acutely aware of what I was doing wrong. Yeah. See, I feel like I can be totally like not self-aware at all. Really? So yeah, it's helpful to me to know. Well, but you know what? Maybe my interpretation of what I was doing wrong and their interpretation of what I was doing wrong is different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I I mean, I feel like it's nice to know, but it's also nice to know that the person can tell you and you could look back on it and be like, no, they're totally wrong. That's not true. Like their interpretation of it was not what I perceived as fact. Right. And then let it go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then you'd hope you'd be in a place. That's the thing is that, uh, is that you know, like I, I you know, when I've in relationships, I kind of find that like, uh, again, if I've, I've never been in one where by the end of it, you hate the person that you're, oh, that you're with. You have? Oh yeah. I see. Cause I love hearing about stuff like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, I've been in other situations where that, uh, that happens, but not in uh, like a romantic relationship. Yeah. I have one, but yeah. 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 That is, um, Interesting, but it's almost kind of like you know, once you're over something, you're over it, yes. and there's no so way. The one that I like kind of hate, yeah. Um, we had like broken up and got back together so many times, and there was so much freaking drama, and it was like, blah, it was the worst relationship ever. So that by the end of it, like by the time I actually broke up with him, um, I was so done, like I didn't even cry, I was just like, I'm done, no more. And it was like immediately, I felt a hundred times better. and it was fine. Like literally the same day, no tears, yeah. just was living my life again. Well, it so was the, totally fine. The person who broke up with you where you didn't see it coming, were you okay with the way that they did it? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we were young. We were really young. Yeah. It's hard, I guess. When and we were living together. Like it moved a lot faster than it should have. Okay. So then I, so what would you say? Like a conversation in person? Yeah. And just be upfront. Like just be like, I mean, here's the thing. Dan Savage, who is the love of my life, yes. always says, a relationship doesn't have to end with one of you dying of old age for it to be successful. Right. So I think just lay out, like, thank you for being in my life. I've learned so much for you. I've really appreciated this time, whatever. As long as that's true, if they've been a dick to you the whole time, then right. don't give them that courtesy. But, you know, just lay it out. And, you know, I have, will always have love for you for this time. But this is why I can't move forward with you, you know, whatever. Nothing but the best. Peace out. Oh my God. Do you think that Beyonce was the one who sent that ask? Probably. Yeah. I hope so. Hmm. Write it in a song, B. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. So maybe I should revise my whole text uh, thing <laughs> because yeah. I believe that Taylor Swift didn't like that, does not like or appreciate that answer. So, um, I'm, I'm revising it to in-person conversation. I'm basically ditto. What you or just said. write an album and then put oh. out the album. And oh. then 
That is the best way. Every relationship should end with a rap battle. <laughs> or if you're good at like rhyming poetry. The um, spoken word. Write, write a little ditty. I love it. I love yeah. it. I'll write you something. E- email me for sure. I'm not kidding. I will write you a breakup poem. Just let me know like some of the deets. I'll get you out something. That is a great business idea. Yeah. I will break kidding. up with your significant other. Uh in a clever, interesting type of way. I mean, if all else fails, you know what? How come no one ever breaks up with each other the way that they get engaged? Like at, how come no yeah. one ever does it like at baseball games on the Jumbotron? <laughs> Things like that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? So much yeah. more entertaining than watching yet another person get engaged that way. It would be like, yeah. no, honey, it's over. Or like one of those machines that writes something in the air. Yeah. I feel like though, like, now, anytime either of us get a boyfriend, they're going to listen to this podcast, and then we're we're both going to be broken up with spectacularly from now on. So, if you're my boyfriend and you're listening to this, please don't dump me on the jumbotron, <laughs> jerk. <As laughs> if I would go to a baseball game, I actually <laughs> love one. baseball. Games. <laughs> no, well, you know what? I'm about to move to Toronto. Uh, we just won Connor McDavid, so there's that. And um, now our other hockey teams. I feel like Toronto's been waiting for me to come And home. Drake just came out with a new album. Toronto's yes. on fire right now. Yes, and it's all about Toronto, too. I know. There's like a picture of him, a tiny little Drake on the CN Tower. Oh, did you see the uh, Connor McDavid uh, yeah. picture? <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> him, like sitting on the end of the car. It's we'll so put good. it up on the block. We will. Um, all right. Favorite things this week. We're doing favorite quotes. Yes. Because we ran out of um, consumerism. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Because we're lazy. A packing tape. That's all I got, people. It's all I got okay. this week. That's where my headspace is at. I actually have a good one for next week that is shopping one. So oh, stay tuned. Tell me what it is because I'll piggyback on that. No, I'll tell you later. Okay. All right. So favorite quote for this week is um, Shakespeare because that's just how I roll. Um, it's from King Lear. Um, the fool said it. And you know the fool always kicks the best wisdom. So he said, have more than thou showest, speak less than thou knowest, which is probably good advice. And I'm probably not taking it since we have a podcast. <laughs> that is true. We are sharing our wisdom with one listener. And yeah. uh, clearly they tune in from week to week. So they're, they are interested in, in what we're saying or really bored, one or the other. I'll take it either way. I'm good. All right, tell me your... Mine is also by uh, the modern day Shakespeare, Stephen uh, King. Yeah. This is from one of his short stories called uh, The Body, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the short story that Stand By Me was yeah. uh, based on. Um, he's an incredibly underrated writer because um, I think that people mistake theme for writing. And yeah. just because your theme is um, can be horror, it's not always, doesn't mean that the writing in it isn't spectacular or insightful. Um, and I like nothing more than somebody who can just say something that resonates with, do you know what I mean? It's timeless and it just rings true. And this is a quote for me that, that, um, that feels that way. This, okay, so it's uh, from the body, it's Stephen King. And this one's a long one, so hold on. It's... Uh, the most important things are the hardest to say. They are the things you get ashamed of because words diminish them. Words shrink things that seem limitless when they were in your head to no more than living size when they're brought out. But it's more than that, isn't it? The most important things lie too close to wherever your secret heart is buried, like landmarks 
to a treasure your enemies would love to steal away. And you make, may make revelations that cost you dearly, only to have people look at you in a funny way, not understanding what you've said at all, or why you thought it was so important that you almost cried while saying it. That's the worst, I think, when the secret stays locked within, not for want of a teller, but for want of an understanding ear. So that's my favorite quote. That is a really... Yeah, it's just, um, I don't know anyone on earth who probably hasn't felt like that. And it just describes it so well. Yeah. So uh, I love him. I think he's fantastic. No, so should, was, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Should we, on, <laughs> on to our next literary genius. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like this week especially will just make him look especially bad because we've just given two great ones. The man speaks the truth, Amanda, especially this week. Especially <laughs> this week. Because this week he said, I think we agree the past is over. I definitely agree. I agree. I agree. He's also over. This podcast? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we finish, I want uh, our listener on all 15 uh, VPNs that they're changing their IT, so it looks like there's a lot of people here, to... For everyone that's listening to send really good vibes Amanda's way this week, good luck to Amanda for uh, some good opportunities that are coming her way. Just send general good vibes her way. And for anyone else who needs it, we're yes, sending please. them out your way. Um, it's a hard year for everyone. And uh, it, like I believe in the Chinese astrology horoscope thing. This is a, this is a, this is a, a crazy year for a lot of people. So we're just, you know, wishing you luck through it. You'll get through it. Keep on trucking. Thank you. That was very nice. Oh, okay. Do you want to spell out our Twitter stuff? <laughs> yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter. Misunderestimated with no E at the end. Um, misunderestimated.tumblr.com is our website. We'll put up the um, Connor McDavid on the CN Tower and various other things, our favorite things, etc. Um, and you can send us questions on Tumblr or you can send them to misunderestimatedpod at gmail.com and please rate us and like us and leave us comments and all that on iTunes. Okay. Thanks guys. Have a good thanks. week. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Oh, no, here I've lost the, the stop button again. No, wait, no. Yeah. It's yes.